This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. Project Humanoid, this is Murder, My Dude. I'm BP Burke. And today I'm Oxford. Long podcast. We haven't done that podcast in a long time. Oh. What? What uh, What number episode is this? Uh, this is episode 150. Yeah, F, F this episode. F-150, yeah. F-150. Yeah. Oxford. All right, F- Ox. F-150. Well, Ox, it is uh, the sixth season finale. We do 25 episode seasons. This is the sixth of them. By the way, but before we confuse people, today I'm Jackson Wells. Oh, I would have never guessed. I thought you were Ox Ford. Well. Who's a completely different person. <clears throat> no, it's me. Oh. It's just one of my. Thousand names. Yeah. Other nom de plumes. Like, uh, like you have. No, I just use my real name. No. Brian Paddington Burke. Yeah, it's not your real name. It's uh, absolutely uh, my uh, real name. Uh, from here on out, I'm going to expose who you really are. <laughs> really? Well, no, but I just thought it'd be fun to say that. I am who I say I am. I am All Brian right. Paddington Burke. All right. You believe what you want to believe. I do. I don't believe you. No. I don't believe You're entitled to your opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. But no, you really are entitled to your opinion. I, believe me. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So we got a big show today. We uh, do. We're going to talk about. Well, um, well, it is a big show. We're going to talk about the uh, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. Uh, it's uh, very current. It's very much in the news. It is uh, tearing up the Netflix charts, and we're going to get more into the case itself, where that Netflix special kind of gets more into him. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of rise to fame and everything. We're gonna we're gonna take a deeper dive into the the murdery side. Okay, and fun. the duty side. Ew. Very very fun. Very very fun and smelly. Um. <clears throat> all right. So I'm gonna level with you here. I didn't know what we were doing today. Oh, okay. I had no idea. I'm gonna level. I mean, with I, you. Knew, I knew. I knew. Uh, now that you say it, I'm. Like, oh, that's right. That's right. Because, it was your idea. This was my idea. Yeah. yeah. But I forgot that it was my idea. I forgot. I literally forgot. I, I also thought that we recorded last week. Right. It's been a trying week. So it's. Yeah. So last week. It's, whole, this week has felt like two weeks. So we haven't talked three about. Three or four. We haven't talked about this. So we, we no, nobody knows uh, unless you follow our Instagrams or anything like that. Um. So throughout last week um, on Tuesday. Uh, we were, we were sitting here. So this is what threw me off because I, I really don't come up to just hang out anymore. Right. It's just not my thing. Like you're, you're, you do your thing as far as wrestling goes. And a lot of times, like, like we used to watch raw together, mm-hmm. Monday night raw. I would sit up here and watch raw, which I don't think is a bad idea, but you're always doing something else. You, you're playing a game or something. You have something on a bat. So it's like, I like to watch wrestling, even if it's not great, like NXT or uh, yeah, NXT, like I like to do that. I like to sit there and watch wrestling. That's fun to me. 
to sit there with people and watch it, even to like shit on it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But yeah, it, it can be that it can but be very you, fun. Yeah. But you're you're very much like if you can't if you're not enjoying it or if you're not good like when we would play get you're like, oh, if I'm not good at it, I'm not gonna play it. Like SOCOM or something like that, or like you know, modern warfare or whatever. You'd play it a little bit, but right. it's not something that, that you would stick with. If you're not I can fucking suck. I suck so much at SOCOM that we burnt well, I burnt. You've been killed by yeah in the, the screen. TV, yeah. Literally, it was burned in the top of the screen. That's the how much screen. Yeah, it was burned in. That's how much I died. But I had so much fun playing it. Where you are not. If you're like you're you're like if I'm not having fun or or if I'm dying, I'm not having fun. Well, that was also a game where if you died, you had to sit around for a long time. Yeah, you don't like downtime. I don't. You don't like that. You're fidgety and you're ADD. Um, I I don't mind it. I'm, I'm like well, whatever. Yeah, and we didn't even have fucking cell phones back then. Yeah. <laughs> so now I sit there and I go, what the fuck did we do? But anyway, or didgeridoo. Or didgeridoo. Um, so anyway, last week. Uh, so the reason why I'm talking about that is because I don't really hang out up here much anymore. But for whatever reason, I came up on Tuesday, which is funny because that was it was we were watching nxt yeah and as we're watching it you go you're like uh dude you're like there's a rumor that jay briscoe died yeah um i read it on facebook because i have friends that are part of the because i have for no stop there because i have friends yeah uh that are part of the local wrestling community and a lot of them will work as far down south as delaware and one of them is uh kind of vague booked the whole thing where it's like I'm hoping uh, the news I'm hearing isn't true. And then you look in the comments and most of it's like very vague. And then you see something about, is this about Briscoe? I'm like, Briscoe, like something happened to J.R. Mark Briscoe. And then I start looking at Twitter and it's like, okay, there's this, the rumor starting to pick up a little bit. And then Tony Khan, the owner of AW and Ring of Honor tweets it out. It's like, oh, it's official now. So what happened was uh, Jay Briscoe, um, died in car accident yeah he uh if you don't know who jay briscoe is he is a uh wrestler from sandy fork delaware uh i think my opinion probably the best wrestler to never work for like one of the major major companies like wwe or aw wcw even going back to like the awa i think he's the best guy to never get at least a little cup of coffee in one of the big leagues it's also because we can't think of other <laughs> other people i i tried yeah, I, no, I, I was kind of stumped yeah yeah um, and, and you're right. Uh, great, great tag team. Not for everybody. The look isn't for everybody. They but, weren't cosmetically pleasing, but they were, they, 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 so if you're not familiar with what a promo is, promo is when you, you know, you stand there, you talk to the camera, you're trying to sell your match, right? You're trying to get us interested into why we should watch you beat somebody or whatever. And it's like, it's an interview right. of sorts and they, but they would do these things where, so they're chicken farmers and from, from Delaware. Yeah. Legitimately, they legit ha- have a family chicken farm. Yeah. And they would do their, so w- what happened was there's a little bit of a backstory. I didn't know we were turning this into a, a Jay Briscoe tribute show, but, <laughs> but it's fitting uh, because tonight his brother is actually wrestling because yeah. today is, today would be Jay's 39th birthday. Yeah. Um, and his brother Mark is actually wrestling uh, tonight on AEW, um, and there's this whole this whole thing. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But so apparently, what happened was he he used to tell stories of about stuff with his, on his chicken farm, and uh, 
the wrestlers were like, oh, that's hilarious. You should talk about this. Like, do your promos then. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, really? And they were like, yeah. And so they started doing their promos from the chicken coop and from yeah, they were great. their farm. They're amazing. And uh, yeah, they become across as like just wild and still people quote them today. Like, mm-hmm. and, and this is, you know, 10, 15 years later, these these wild promos. But anyway, um, so uh, Jay was taking his, I guess, his daughter one of, or both of his daughters to cheerleading practice. And um, a lady came into his lane and, uh, you know, crashed into, into the they crashed head on and um, I guess car caught fire, whatever. I don't know if he was knocked out or he was just killed instantly or whatever it was, but, mm-hmm. but he died and his uh, daughters got injured. And I know his one daughter had to have like back surgery and yeah. she c- couldn't uh, feel her legs, but then she regains uh, feeling in her legs. Um, but yeah, he died and um, it, it shocked the fucking wrestling world. Like, we were like, what the fuck? Because he was such a personality. Yeah, and he was only 38. Like, he wasn't like a guy who was in poor health or Good shape. Yeah. Didn't, you know, didn't do drugs. Still at the top of his game. That we know of. He wasn't like, you know, that type of person. You know, drank beer, drank yingling. As a matter of fact, in the uh, the one one, uh, promo he did where uh, the... Bruce Brody ain't, uh, ain't yeah, wearing yeah, no yeah. mouthpiece. He's drinking a Yingling. Yeah. Um, and we bring that up because we live behind the Yingling uh, brewery. Well, near it, you know. Um, so uh, in, in uh, Pottsville, Pennsylvania, did, did they want the address? You might as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he dies and that just puts a damper on the fucking week. Obviously, you know, we're not connected to him. Uh, personally but but being fans you know for the last 20 years or whatever it's been Mm -hmm. you know it it just sucks for for us being big wrestling fans all right so that's tuesday yeah that's our tuesday that's the beginning of the the bad part of the week then wednesday comes on AEW. they do a little they can't do a tribute show yeah because warner media fuck fuck warner media by the way we're never going to get hired by warner them. media discovery yeah, whatever they're, they're never going to hire us right we're, we're never going to get not hired no not. N- never fuck fuck them uh first of all they they canceled craig of the creek on cartoon network yeah okay so fuck them uh they're they they're the ones that they pulled the plug on a bunch of shit yeah i think you know, a lot of stuff on cartoon network got the axe uh, plus the superman thing yeah you know henry cavill they, mm-hmm. they 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 fucking they put the kibosh to him. They they kiboshed Cavill. Yeah, they gave, kibosh him, Cavill. Cavill. They gave him the Cavill kibosh. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the Kona Crush. Um, and then they uh, there was the one Supergirl or Batgirl. No, was it Batgirl? Yeah, Batgirl. Batgirl yeah. fucking uh movie that they were filming. It's pretty much done. Yeah, yeah, pretty much done. And then they pulled it. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, and anyway, they wouldn't let AEW do a tribute show to Jay Briscoe the next night. Right. Because 10 years ago, he thought he was de- defending his Christian faith. Now, listen, we're atheists. We, we make no bones about it. We've, we've, we've talked about this a billion times. We skew left. You way more left. Mm-hmm. You're like jerking off Karl Marx. I don't know about that. Well, he's dead. So he's it's hard. D- that'd be fucking really weird. Yeah. And stiff. Uh, I sk- whatever it, it it doesn't matter, but anyway, he made homophobic comments. Yeah, he talked about uh, the 
Something about the Pride Parade because it was blocking him getting back to the building in New York. Talk about fags in New York. Yeah. Is what he was saying. I could say this because I've sucked a dick before. And I've had my dick sucked by a man. I am bisexual. Uh, we, we, We know this. I'm allowed to say the F word. You're not. Don't say it. Fuck. No, you can say that one. Oh, okay. Um. I don't give a shit who fucking says what. You're not going to stop me. I'm not going to stop you. Fucking say whatever. But he said it. And here's the thing. I didn't care. I didn't give a fuck then that he said it. I'm like, yeah, I don't agree with him. I don't like that. You know, right. I don't like that. But like, I, I'm one of these people where I don't give a fuck what you do in your personal life. I care about if you're a good wrestler. There's a lot of homophobic and, and piece of shit wrestlers, piece of shit people. If I really cared about that type of stuff, I'd never watch WWE. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Vince McMahon is a horrible human being. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But is. I would never, I would ne- if I really cared about that stuff, I wouldn't watch the NFL. True. Or, yeah. or movies. I would boycott life. Yeah, no matter where you go, you're going to find somebody you either disagree with politically or they've done something bad that right. you don't like. Right. You're always going to find something. And it's not like he was like a comic book villain. Uh, he did one other thing, too. When they legalized gay marriage, he was said like... uh I forget the exact quote was like, congratulations, but if you try to teach my 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 kids yeah, yeah. right, I'll, I'll shoot, shoot you. you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it was kind of taken as like, I don't, he wasn't being serious, obviously. He wasn't really going to shoot people. Right. Um, Maybe that's how he felt. Maybe, you know, whatever. But, uh, but, but he made these tweets. Okay. Now this is like 10 years ago, right? And then. He apologizes. Yeah, he apologized. He uh, and, and then and then he apologized again. Mm-hmm. And then he apologized again. He even apologized last year. Yeah. He's just been apologizing for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. We're going to say he what? And he's also been like contrite and it, it, it seems like it was a genuine thing. And, and and here's the thing. We know that Jay Briscoe worked for a lot of uh, at least one, not a lot, at least one. So, gay promoter. So the the main company that he worked for, yeah. the owner was gay. Yeah. Okay. The owner's gay of the main company he fucking worked for, and he was very close with him. Mm-hmm. Um. It's he he got a bad rap because he said some shit, and he to his defense, what he said was, "I thought I was you know defending my Christian faith." Yeah, he was and, sticking up for. And a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people think that. Now that's not a Christian thing. That's a biblical thing. Yeah. Because Christ didn't, Christ in the Bible doesn't preach about yeah. gay and, people. And now the Pope is saying like, well, no, the Pope just said something about, not that Jay Briscoe was Catholic, but he said something about, well, I don't know what we feel. Um, like homosexuality in, pla- in places where it's criminalized shouldn't be criminalized. Sure. Yeah. Um. Th- thanks. <laughs> thanks for your, uh, well, I mean, it's your permission. Uh, well, I mean, it, it is something that's kind of being, looked at now in the united states they're trying to get sodomy laws put back on the books now we have a super conservative supreme court right they're trying to bring back sodomy laws mm-hmm. what so about can, cake no uh, cake laws i think are just going to stay the way they are okay because it's time for cake and sodomy yeah when i was younger by the way i thought he was seeing cake inside of me yeah. and i'm like i, I guess it would be a, i guess it would be a form of sodomy if you put the cake in certain places no it's in my stomach i put it inside yeah. of me all the time you know um but anyway so so Time Warner doesn't fucking uh allow that show puts a damper on our Wednesday night and but that you know that's fine. I mean nothing else bad happened Wednesday night, right? Nah, no. Nah. No. So uh you know whatever you go and you let you, you let the dog out. Now now Brian's do we have I have my dog. 
which is uh, she's a uh, her name's Holly. She's a boxer mastiff, and then you have Bishop, who is a um, re- retriever husky. Uh, husky retriever, husky, yeah. husky retriever, and um, I'm sure you know the story. He was my dog a long time ago, um, for like what a year or two, a couple years, mm-hmm. and then um, when we moved here, he became your dog, and he became like your best pal. Yeah, and um. He uh, over the the last you know few years he's been dealing with uh, arthritis in his hips, mm-hmm. and um, he's uh, he's had some you know uh, trouble with his vision. He was going blind. He has diabetes. Yeah, you know, just and it's twelve not, and a half years old. It's a dog. So, yeah, it's yeah. not like not like he's like fat or anything like that. Yeah. It's just just you know whatever. Um, and um, anyway, BP over here. Let's uh, let's. Bishop out, which was a struggle. He was having a lot of trouble getting around. I had to help I, him out. I was having trouble getting him up because I'll help. You know, I'll help yeah. out too. Like, you know, take a, let him out for you and stuff when when you're upstairs or when you're at work or whatever. You know, and I'll take care of him. And anyway, uh, so BP lets him out, and um, then I hear BP just like I, I don't know what it was because I, I was sitting in a place. By the way, I was sitting on this couch where my youngest son sits. It's like his couch. I never sit there mm-hmm. and I was sitting there and I hear you and I'm like, is everything all right out there? And you go, no. And I'm like, what, what's the matter? And then you uh, tell me he's having a seizure. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I get up and I go out and he's having a seizure and I don't want to, you know, sit there and give every little detail about it, but he has a seizure. And then two 30 that morning he has another seizure. And, um, and then he, uh, get, you take him to the vet on Thursday, and um, I I talk to my mom and I'm telling my mom about it, and I basically just seeing if we could get a ride in place, right? And um, she was like, I, you know, she's like, I don't know because they're putting my sister's dog down. Yeah, yeah. On Thursday. A, yeah, January nineteenth was a bad day for dogs. Yeah, it was a bad day for dogs. Wait a minute, January 19th. Don't say that date. Oh, wait. No, is that when it was? Yeah. That was... That's my nephew's birthday, and I didn't even say happy birthday to him. Oh, well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude, it it was because it was... It was a lot going on. It was such... Yeah, yeah, it was so... I'm going to have to tell my sister I didn't even realize it. Oh, my gosh. That was my, my nephew's first birthday. Oh my god! Wow, I'm a horrible person, dude. Well, it didn't even yeah. it didn't even set in until now. But nobody said anything to me. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, we were all busy dealing with dogs. So yeah. so then uh, so they put my sister's my sister's dog gets put down, and then you take the dog to the vet to see you know what they're gonna do about the you know uh, the seizures and everything like that. And apparently you woke me up um, to. I don't know what you were what you said to me because I said uh something to the effect of I'm heading out now. I'm heading out now. Yeah. And I said what did, what did I say to you? You said, "Okay, have fun." And uh and then I call my mom just to give her like uh, you know, little just like uh to, you know, to see what's up. Basically wanted to see what's up with with her dog. So my sister's dog's name is Holly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a holly and I have a holly and then she kind of like inherited that holly from my mom's friend. Anyway, 
Um, so I just went to see what was going on. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Brian and and whatever. I forget what I was saying about like, yeah, you know, Brian. And, and they're like, yeah, we're waiting for him to come out now. And I go, who? And they go, Brian. And I go, what? Yeah, yeah. I had a ride fell through, so they they, they had to take me, too. So. I had no idea yeah. that, that my mom came and took you. I had no idea. I had no fucking idea. And I was like, I was so confused. And they're like, yeah, he tried to wake you up and you said, like, what they thought I said something like, have a good day or something like, or, or no, yeah, have I, fun. Yeah. So I said, have fun. But um, I did not have fun for the record. So what I was told was that they were. Or you told me somebody told me that he was being put down. Yeah, it was. I, I had it in my head at that point that this is unless there's some kind of. Like you, you, you hope that there's a way to prevent it, but he never was able to walk again after that. He was already having trouble walking. I had to literally carry him, and it's, it's like a sixty-pound dog. Carry him down the steps. Uh, I could, I left the door wide open. This is a dog that was for his entire life a flight risk, and uh, just the door is wide open. He's just laying. Now, there. when you say sixty, he was heavier before he lost. Yeah, he yeah, lost. he lost a lot of weight. He because and his appetite was going. He, he his appetite was going. He would just kind of lay there with his eyes open. I'm assuming he wasn't like a whiner, but I'm assuming he was in a lot of pain. Uh, he had to be. If you can't if he can't stand up, chances are you're in quite a bit of pain. Um, and either yeah. that or just your 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 legs it, just it go. just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, and and even the doctor was like, yeah, we could spend a lot of time and a lot of money, um, trying to make things a little better, but. Chances are a lot of this is permanent damage. Uh, unfortunately, it was the best thing to do, and it's been the best thing to do for a bit now because um, it's no kind of life, you know, for a dog to to live like that. But it's tough, too, when you're the owner. Like, if if you were to say, you know, your dog needs to be put down to me about my Holly, I would say, Go fuck yourself. Even, you know, because I would be selfish as shit. Like, I would never want my dog put down, you know? But I, I, I don't want to see my dog suffer either. So if, if, if that's what it really came down to, and I'm like, okay, this is really what's best. I would do it. Um, yeah, at, some, at some point, you got to make a tough call sometimes. And you made the tough call. And you made the tough call the same day that my sister's dog. So my mom took two different dogs yeah. to two different vets to be put down. It seems like she's the jack of on her Orchid. grandson's birthday. <laughs> yeah. On her grandson's birthday, which I forgot, but it, it seems like she's the jack of working of, uh, of dogs in this area, just taking dogs to get put down. Yeah. Um, so it was a tough, long week, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really tough, long, dark week, you know? Um, so now we're going to make the mood better by talking about murder. Yay. My mom did kind of add to the murder of, two dogs this isn't murder my dog it's murder my dude oh, gotcha all right well with all of that said thank you for listening to that um if you have any questions or comments or just want to fucking tell us about your dogs uh email us at murder my dude at gmail.com our socials are murder my dude gmail uh on facebook it's podcast my dude on truth social <laughs> just kidding uh we don't have a true social anymore uh, though I did get a message from from somebody one day. She's like, I was your only follower on True Social. And that made me go, why? What, what were you doing on True Social? Yeah, what were you doing there, young lady? <laughs> <laughs> you got you got a lot of explaining to do. Uh, 
Good for you, though. But I'm pretty sure that there was a guy that was following us. So uh, if you're that guy, I don't. Hey, you do you, boo. But I'm pretty sure there's a guy following us um, on Truth Social, too. Anyway, we don't have that anymore. But we do have Instagram. We have Twitter. So follow us. Just just search us. All right, go to projecthumanoid.com. Our other links should be there. Hasn't been up, uh, updated in quite some time. So it's probably like episode 80. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, I'm sure it's after 100, right? It's got to be after 100. Doesn't have to be. Not Doesn't really. have to be. Not really. Look, and, and, and the only the only reason is, and if you, if you want to donate, if you're like, you know what? I like listening to your thing. I think that I would be more apt to um to 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 be a little bit more um engaged yeah well yeah if i had like a laptop or something because i like to draw and i would love to do you know some more t-shirt designs i don't do it for money for me though that would be very nice mm-hmm. i do it because i want people to like what i'm putting out right uh-huh. I, I i think i've always been like that it's it's literally less about me and making money, though. Again, it's really good. I have kids. There's things that I would like to do. I think I want to live a pretty simple life. I would like to make some money from it, but I like to entertain. I've always liked to entertain, whether it's drawing something for somebody or like, OK, you know, you know what it is? You know, what it reminds of? You know, you know, those like acts of service. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? People talk about like, uh. How do you show your, uh, or not acts of service, like, like whatever the things of love and some, someone's like touch one's active service. That's what it is. Active service is, is one of the, um, it's like, like how people show love to each other. Oh, okay. And one, I wouldn't know about that. Yeah. One is like, like, uh, one of the things is like physical touch. Don't like it. You don't like really? Yeah, not really. Okay. Um, do you think you're autistic? Possibly. No, I'm serious. I think I, I think that sometimes too. About not, not not just about you, but about myself. I'm like, I wonder if I got a little touch of autism. And then I'm like, doesn't everybody though? And and some... everybody has quirks. There's a difference between quirks and autism. Or quartz. Mm-hmm. Quartz. Not quartz. Not like a quirks. <sighs> no, I know. Um uh I I, uh, I don't know, man. Um I my my mind just went blank. My, my my mind just went blank, but anyway, um, what were we? What was you I like saying? entertaining? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do like entertaining. I like entertaining people. Um, but what was I saying before? I <laughs> okay, yeah. it doesn't matter. All right, well, anyway, we we're talking about uh, projecthumanoid.com, which is our website. Yeah, well, it's been a long, it's been a long time. Uh, oh yeah, I was talking about the drawing and stuff. Yeah, it's it's more it's more for like I like to put. Uh, like like when I I make breakfast or something for my kids, you know, like I'll sit there. I don't know what it is. My grandfather used to do it for me. Like I'd wake up and he would like, you know, make me chocolate milk and have eggs and all this stuff ready. And I like doing it for my kids. And it's the same thing with drawing. I like to make things for you. You know, like I like to do things for people. Shit, I would even do stuff for free for people. So um, but I I don't have a, a my laptop broke. You know, and the desktop that I have is very old. Uh, if you want to add to the fucking poor fund, you know, uh, that that would be great. I don't even know if we have a poor fund. Maybe. Let us know. I know you had the buy me a robot thing. Check this while. out. If you would be interested in 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 giving us money, if, if you want to, if you're like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll pitch in. 
email us and let, let us know. Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in. And then we'll throw up a, uh, a Patreon or, uh, or or one of those buy us a coffee thing, buy us a robot, whatever, John's. All right. Well, anyway, there are our socials. And now with that out of the way, we're going to get into a little uh, segment that we like to call This Week Murder. Killing. Killing. Alec Baldwin, two others, charged a movie set shooting. Almost a year and a half after cinematographer Helena Hutchins was shot and killed with a prop gun that was actually loaded, three people are facing charges related to her killing, including the man who was holding the weapon when it went off, actor Alec Baldwin. When I was writing this up, I uh, I kept writing Alex Baldwin for some reason, but it is Alec Baldwin of the uh, the acting Baldwins. Baldwin and the film's armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, each faced two counts of involuntary manslaughter charges. I think we talked about this when it happened on This Week in Murder. I think we brought this up. Uh, those felony charges carry up to an 18-month prison sentence, though in New Mexico, the charge can carry an automatic five-year sentence because of the crime being committed with a gun. So I guess they have, like, like if it's a gun crime, you, you get extra time, basically. Mm -hmm. David Halls, the assistant director on the film, accepted a plea deal for uh, a charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon and accepted a six-month suspended sentence. Andrea Reeb, special prosecutor in the case, defended the charges, saying, quote, if any one of these three people had done their job, Helena Hutchins would be alive today. Uh New Mexico First Judicial District Attorney Mary Carmack Altwees defended the prosecution of Baldwin, saying in a CNN interview, quote, every person that handles a gun has a duty to make sure that if they're going to handle that gun, point it at someone and pull the trigger, that it is not going to fire projectile and kill someone. Mm -hmm. An actor doesn't get a free pass just because they are an actor. That is what is so important. We are saying here in New Mexico that everyone is equal under the law. Investigations into the movie movie set solve remarkable negligence. Live ammunition mixed with dummy rounds, a lack of checks and balances. Quote, no one, nobody was checking those, or at least they were checking them consistently, consistently, Carmack Altwee said. And they somehow got a loaded gun handed off to Alec Baldwin. He didn't check it. He didn't do any of the things that he was supposed to do to make sure that he was safe or that anyone around him was safe. And then he pointed the gun at Helena Hutchins and pulled the trigger. Attorney Luke Nikas, Baldwin's legal represent- representative, said in a statement to People Magazine, quote, this decision distorts Helena Hutchins' tragic death and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set. Absolutely. He relied on the professionals with whom he worked who assured him the gun did not have live rounds. We will fight these charges and we will win. Right. Like, like if, if you take your car to, and this is probably a bad analogy. And also I didn't have time to sit there and think about this, but I'm just thinking like, if I take my, my car to a a shop and they fix it, they do whatever, you know, put new mm-hmm. brakes on it or whatever. Okay. I don't know what to look for. Right. Okay. And I, and I, I bring you with me and you get in the car with me and we're driving and the brakes fail. I'm sure somebody will blame me, right? I don't. But maybe they would. I'm sure somebody would. Somebody may. Yeah. I'm not blaming Alec Baldwin for this. Right. He's on a fucking movie. He's an actor that's handed a fucking prop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why would he know? Yeah. What, um, what to look for? 
The one thing that's tr- weird, though, is he has insisted, I don't know if this hasn't been in any kind of legal proceeding unless he uh, told this to investigators before this, he has insisted he didn't even pull the trigger. He said the gun just went off. Um, And, and yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous that... And it's funny because he also, uh, the bullet went through Hutchins and, and shot and injured the director of the movie, Joel Souza. And they're, they're not charging with that because they're saying there isn't really a statute for that. There isn't, it would be like involuntary assault, which isn't a, a crime in New Mexico. Right. It, it's not even like that he picked up this gun. Like, the, the whole idea of this is it's a prop gun, right? To him. Yeah. It's a prop gun. It's a toy gun to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's not looking at like, oh, hey, this is a real gun. It's not supposed to fire projectiles right. or or real bullets or anything. Because Blanks it's, even. Yeah. It, it's a prop gun, mm-hmm. right? It's not supposed to fire that. So why would he think that it is? So why is he looking for, you know, that that thing? Right. Because he that's not his job. Literally, a person is hired to do that. Yeah, you job. have an armorer. And, and if, if they want to prosecute the armorer, I'm all for that. And they are. Right. Like, I think she should be prosecuted. A- absolutely. She should. Not not him yeah the only thing and it wasn't even and saying I, I, this is a good thing that, 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 that he should have been charged the only thing i i was listening to ralph garman and he's done acting sure and he said like i've been he's like I've, for some reason i've been in a lot of movies where i've had to handle guns he used to he yeah, was like a, like the, the that western a million ways to die in the yeah, west yeah. uh red state which is a kevin smith movie uh he was in a, he was a, a cop on nypd blue he's like every set i've ever been on where i've handled a gun when the, before they've given me the gun, they've opened the chamber and they've shown me, like, shown me it's not loaded. Like, and I, he's like, that didn't happen here? And, like, Alec Baldwin, maybe you could argue possibly he should have said, like, why, why aren't we double checking this? Listen, my, but my, it's, again, not his responsibility. My dad was in 12 Monkey. My dad played a, my dad played a cop in a lot of movies where, you know, he's, he's had, typecast. Yeah, yeah where, where you have prop guns and. There is one. Um, Imagine if your dad would have shot Brad Pitt. Well, that's what I was yeah. about to say. Oh, sorry. So, so my dad. There's a there's a scene in Twelve Monkeys where when they run up to um, when they run up to the, uh, in the hotel room in the right? hotel room. Right, there's like a body in the tub. Uh, well, when they when they open the door to show inside the hotel room, my dad's you know one of the cops right at the door holding the gun, like pointing the gun. And I was thinking, like, imagine if that gun went off when he, you know, raises the gun. Mm-hmm. Like, when he points it, imagine that fucking gun went off. Yeah. Um. Most likely, there's nothing in there. Yeah. You know, because, you know, that, that, that gun isn't supposed to shoot anything. Right. He's not pulling the trigger in the scene. But imagine something went off anyway. Mm-hmm. Imagine that they, they put, because weren't they, like, shooting that gun? Wasn't she shooting the gun or something? And didn't change i forget like what happened with this was it a real bullet yeah yeah okay. it was a loaded gun right um it wasn't like a uh brandon lee thing no it wasn't like there was some kind of form, projectile yeah projectile it was a it was a an actual uh, bullet. i believe a 45 caliber bullet yeah. yeah um yeah but imagine you know something like that happened with my dad where he picks up this gun you know, and then maybe he's just like pulling a trigger because it's like it's just a fucking prop gun. Yeah. And doesn't even think to look at it because it's a prop gun and pulls the trigger and a fucking real bullet comes out because somebody didn't. You know, it's like I, I, I'm not going to fault somebody because they have an armor. 
Like you yeah. said, th- there's a person whose job it is to fucking look over all of this shit. Yeah, agreed. That's literally mm-hmm. what they're hired for. I don't think that this guy, th- th- it wasn't in- his intention to fucking to kill her. Um, you know, it sucks, but you know what? It's a, it's one of those things where like, I would be pissed too if it was my, I understand. Yeah, the family is I very understand. happy about this. Yeah, I understand it. Like, but they're not thinking rationally, you know? Yeah, that's what justice is supposed to be. That justice is supposed to be, that's why they have blind justice, because justice isn't emo- like taking emotion into account. Mm-hmm. We're just going to act neutrally. We're going to act uh, objectively, impartially. Yeah, so. Next story. All right. Tipster helps solve nearly 30-year-old murder in New York State. On August 19th, 1994, the body of 81-year-old Wilhelmina Violet Filkins. Fake name. Which Um, one? All of them. Really? Yeah. Was was found by her brother and niece in her apartment. Violet was killed two days earlier by several bludgeoning blows to the back of her head, and investigators believed that she was killed during the commission of a robbery. Police uh, believed Violet's car... A white four-door 1989 Plymouth Reliant. There you go, Plymouth I, I, Reliant. I've never even heard of that. That just sounds like an old car. That 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 has to be a car where you have the crank window thing. There's no way it has power windows. No. I don't think anything well, had power windows back then. But in '89, '89 maybe like nicer. Yeah, cars probably yeah, did. They, yeah. They did. They late '80s, early '90s. They had some power windows, but but yeah, it does sound like <laughs> yeah. Plymouth Reliant. Besides, like high-end sports cars, do they even make two-door cars anymore? I, I have no idea. What are they called? Sedans? No, a sedan Coops. can have four doors. A, a is it a coupe? I guess they do. You never see them, though. You always see, like, four doors. Sedan is a four... Yeah, four-door sedan. So it's a coupe, right? That has a two... I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I don't... I'm not a car guy. Neither am I, If yeah. you If you know, uh, email us. Don't write in the comments. <laughs> don't don't shame us. All right? Just write, email us with it. People okay? are screaming at their podcast right now. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a little deuce coupe. Well, first of well, all, deuce, two doors, I guess. Yeah. First of all, mainly women listen to us, so no, I'm just kidding. I was gonna say women don't know anything about cars, but I'm kidding. Women know more about cars than us. <laughs> Way more. Uh, <laughs> uh, and some of Violet's, uh, uh, some of her items were found abandoned in a nearby roadway. The car was later returned, but neighbors said the car wasn't parked the same way that Violet usually parked it. Uh, leads were scarce, and police routinely asked for the public for assistance in solving the crime. Oh boy, this is going to be an easy uh, fun name. Michael Guadagnino. Guadagnino, yes. There we go. So we'll just go with that pronunciation. Michael Guadagnino, uh, a detective sergeant for the East Greenbush Police Department, told the press that they first got a break in the case in April 2019 when the ex-girlfriend of Jeremiah James Guyette. There are some names in this story. Uh, Fake names. Sounds like he's an old-timey prospector. I'm Jeremiah James James Guyet. At the time of the murder, came forward. The acquaintance, Guadagnino, I think we said? We said a lot? Guadagnino. Guadagnino, yes. Guadagnino said of the ex-girlfriend. The acquaintance shared that in approximately 2009, August of 2009, Jeremiah had started crying at their home and had made statements such as, that poor old woman, I robbed her. I hit her and I just left her there. This can't be true. I'm sure she's fine. Uh, Gayette moved to another building in Violet's apartment complex to live with his father during during his senior year of high school in the 90s when this happened. Uh, he went on to join the Air Force for a while and then settled in Rosendale, New York. Police interviewed Gayette, uh, then a bus driver, on October 1st of tw- uh, 2009. I'm sorry, uh, 2009. 
I think it was 2019 they interviewed him. Uh, Gant became defensive, visibly upset, and stated he would not speak to us without an attorney, Guadagnino said. The next morning, police found him dead in his garage of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Uh, fingerprint evidence and interview interviews with the family over the following years have confirmed Guyette as the killer. A female relative told police that she'd talked to Guyette in the time between the police interview and the suicide, which is, again, maybe a day. Uh, and Guyette said that he, quote, might not be around when she arrived here on the trip. It is also said that he was panicking and did not want to go to prison, and that long ago he had planned to steal a car and rob a bank to get money for college. Guyette told the relative that if someone had died, that someone had died, but he didn't want to talk about it more over the phone. So, uh, so yeah, it seems like they, they did solve that case. And it seems like we're about due for a break. Uh, we're going to pause here uh, for a word from our sponsor. Yeah, but before we go into that, uh, when we were talking about the Briscoe brothers earlier, uh, Mark and Jay, so, Jay, you know, Jay passed away uh, tonight on AEW. So by the time you hear this, it's already over. Uh, yeah, it's already going to be over. But uh, tonight airing on AEW. Uh, is actually, so the reason why, what I was saying earlier, like, cause I kind of forgot to say, uh, Time Warner wouldn't let, uh, the Briscoe brothers on, yeah. uh, on AEW, but Tony Khan, who owns AEW also bought ROH, uh, which is a, it was a promotion out of Philly and that's who the Briscoes wrestled for. Yeah. That was their main, that was like their home promotion. Well, yeah. he bought them last year and so, uh, they, they wouldn't let him on and they wouldn't even let Mark on. Who didn't say anything. Right, yeah. But uh tonight they're actually allowing allowing Mark to be on TV. And to do a full proper tribute and everything. And they're yeah. doing a full proper yeah, tribute. So um yeah, if if you can maybe uh go on YouTube or whatever if you're if you're interested. If not, then you know, whatever. But it'd be really cool for for you to understand like what you know what we're talking about. So anyway, uh rest in peace, Bishop. Uh rest in peace, uh Jay briscoe and uh the other holly uh not my holly my holly is alive she so, is resting though yeah, she's sleeping right next to me yeah it probably peacefully too seems like it yeah we'll be right back so ripped from the headlines this one uh as we were mentioning earlier this is one of the more popular netflix documentaries right now it's a, a movie uh, you, if you have netflix you probably saw the uh the the thing for the hatchet wielding hitchhiker i do i use yours yeah um, I know they are cracking down on password sharing now, though. But no, it's no, the same house. It's the same so house. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you were like, we should do the hatchet wielding hitchhiker, and I'm like, do you think there's enough there to, to, to do an episode? And, and yeah, there definitely is. Um, but again, as as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're gonna kind of focus more on the case <clears> and <throat> less on the celebrity. You didn't know about this. Um, yeah, I probably knew about it at the time and just forgot it. Yeah, I've, I've known about this literally since it since it happened, because uh, I, I remember watching it. I was like, oh, what the hell is this dude? It's like, because, you know, just him known for doing like, bam, bam, you know, smash or smash. smash. That's what it was. Sorry. Smash, 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 smash. Yeah, that's what it was. Not the bam. I'm thinking of Emerald Lagasse. I was yeah. confused those two. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Or, Emerald Lagasse. Uh, or Curly G Cradle Rock. Well, everybody knows that one. Yeah. Uh, it's a Jerky Boys reference. If you guys uh don't know, Emerald Emerald would be the uh, cleaver wielding hitchhiker, I believe, more so than a hatchet. Right, he does say bam, yeah, smash, smash. Actually, Pick it up I, a I think I think in the in the documentary, like the cop that's like trying to quote the thing. There's a yeah, a cop, I think he says bam or something yeah. like that. 
yeah, I think so. I yeah. think that's what happens. Anyway, so this episode's main case starts in North Jersey, where we, we used to live there. Uh, yeah, the town of Clark along the Rawway River, to be specific. Yes, yeah, is Union County. So this is a little bit south of where we lived. Uh, Union County is like where Union City is, I believe. Um, okay. And um, Newark, I believe, is in Union. No, Newark is probably in Hudson County. Whatever. It's a it's it's in North Jersey. It's very close to New York City. Uh, the city of Rawway itself was the home uh, was home to the law firm of Kachansky, Barron, and Galfi. The third of those partners, 73-year-old Joseph Galfi, was found dead in his Starlight Drive home on the morning of May 13th, 2013. Starlight mm. Drive also like sounds like an album. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh what's your favorite uh, what's your favorite Pixies album? Oh, Starlight Drive. Really? I I'm just thinking it's like uh who's that Brandon Yuri? Uh Panic at the Disco? Yeah. That's... Did, yeah, did they just break up or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Starlight. Yeah, it's, that's more like an emo type. Yeah, Starlight Drive would definitely be. Or Jimmy oh, World, or, maybe. Or it's like a band name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they opened for Weezer once, Starlight Drive. Starlight Drive. It's a great name, though. It is. Galfie, known as being reliable and punctual, was doing court that morning and failed to show up. He also didn't return any phone calls. And this is a guy who's so consistent. You're like, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong with, with Galfie? Uh, other than his name was Galfie. Um, these two things were deemed cause enough for his secretary to call one of his neighbors, Bob Ellenport, to check in on him. Ellenport found the proper, property eerily docile, and Galfie's newspaper hadn't been brought in. This was deemed enough, uh, strange enough for Ellenport to call in for a welfare check. Police found the lawyer. Once and not, not the SNAP benefits correct. welfare check. More of like just checking in. Checking in and making sure somebody's okay. Right. I don't think anybody got that confused. I did. Police found the lawyer, uh, once a major in the United States Army in the 1960s, but now a mild-mannered man who wasn't much of a physical threat. And not Superman. No. Okay. Uh, but he was dead. Wasn't that like a Our Lady Peace song or something? Superman's dead? Was it? Wait, yeah. Our Lady Peace, are they the ones that did uh, Benoit's theme? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they found him dead in a pool of his own blood. Benoit maybe. No, no Benoit hanged himself. Allegedly. Um, wearing nothing but his underwear and socks. Galfi, not Benoit. Okay. We don't know what Benoit was wearing. I, I, I just kind of assume he was wearing his wrestling tights. I don't, I don't know why. I don't think so. You don't think he was wearing his like four real tights when he hanged himself on the Bowflex? God, I hope not. I hated those. Or maybe the uh, the old ones with the four on them he had in WCW, the 4H. They were kind of cool. Uh, I, like, I like that logo. Severe blunt force trauma was declared the cause of death. Uh, severe was a bit of an understatement. Most of Galfi's facial bones were crushed, as was one of his ears, uh, as was his orbital bone, which I think they said in the documentary is the second uh, strongest bone in your body besides your femur. It was uh, it was crushed. And uh, the most likely result, medical examiner said, was that he was literally stomped to death. Stranger still, there was no sign of forced entry, and the lack of a disturbance through most of the house indicated that robbery was not the motive here. Police did find some evidence, however. Uh, there was a New Jersey Transit train ticket dated from the preceding morning, May 12th. Surveillance footage from the station where the ticket was purchased showed Galfie buying it from a kiosk while being accompanied by a strange guest, a tall, wild-haired man who didn't look like someone who would be in the company of a respected lawyer. The other piece of evidence came in the form of a sheet of paper under a laptop in the living room that bore an unknown name, Kai Lawrence. Which had to come from Johnny Lawrence to Cobra Kai, right? Yeah, that's, it had to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Literally, dude, 
Every, all the times that I like watched anything about Kai mm-hmm. or when I watched that documentary, didn't put that together until I just read it right now. Yeah, spoiler, like, not his real name. And as as you're as you're like right before you're, you're saying it, I'm looking at it, I'm like Kai Cobra Kai. Oh my god! Oh, that's where he took it from. Yep. Now going into its final season, Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, in searching for the identity of this mysterious Kai, Kai Lawrence. New Jersey police went down a wild, rather eventful YouTube rabbit hole. Um, by the way, they might be doing like uh, spinoffs and stuff. Yeah, like they're going to do like movies and stuff. Yeah, there's going to be the the Cobra, the, the, the Miyagi verse they call it. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be the end of Cobra Kai the show, but not yeah, not you know uh, everything to do with Cobra Kai. So we'll probably still see more Johnny Lawrence, more Daniel Larusso. I, I hope at least. Yeah, I don't want to stop seeing them. I'm one of those guys, uh, by the way, that like. I'll watch every fucking uh, Michael Myers movie. I don't, Michael could be fucking, you know, 104. Like, and I'll still watch yeah. well, him. Well, he fought like it in the in the end of the last right, one. Listen, I don't care how bad they are. I'm going to watch them, okay? Yeah. All right. Um, the journey started with a super popular video from Jessup Reisbeck, uh, now one of the evening anchors from Milwaukee CBS affiliate. Uh, at the time, Reisbeck was a sports reporter for Fresno's KMPH TV and was filling in on standard news stories in early 2013 when he was called to the case of a a positively wild story. Jet Simmons McBride, fake name, uh, had slammed... Oh, wait a minute, and Jessup Reisbeck? Yeah, also a fake name. These are all fake. These names were changed to protect the guilty and innocent. Uh, Slammed in the Rayshawn Neely, a utility worker working on a nearby intersection, pinning the victim between his car and a parked car. According to a witness... Uh, McBride yelled, I am God, I am Jesus, I was sent here to take all the N-words to heaven, uh, all the N-words have to die now. Now, when you he, say N-words... He used the real word, he didn't say N-word. Now, when you say N-words, mm-hmm. you know that people hear that word in their head. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is funny about saying it, now, I'm not going to say it, and you're not going to say it, um, but, like, it's funny, though, because you say n-word and when you say that phrase you hear the word in your head so it's it's like because nobody's going n-word n-word what word is he referring to neighbor all the neighbors have to die now (laughs) yeah when a nearby woman tanya baker went to help mcbride exited his car and grabbed the woman in a bear hug like grip while this was happening mcbride again proclaimed to be jesus and a hitchhiker McBride had picked up during his travels, exited McBride's car and began hitting him with the blunt side of a hatchet he had been carrying. And the hitchhiker's final strike was with the sharp end and ended McBride's attack. In preparing for his story, Reisbeck heard witnesses talk about, as he'd become the known, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker, and spotted someone who fit the description walking around. Reisbeck would wind up being the only reporter at the scene granted an interview with the man, who only referred to himself as Kai. Kai's natural charisma and wild answers were clearly television gold. Uh, when asked what happened that day, Kai started by saying, do you want to? No. Do you want to be Kai? No. Uh, Woo, straight out of Dogtown, skateboarding, surfing it up. Before I say anything else, I want to say no matter what you've done, you deserve respect. Even if you make mistakes, you're lovable. Uh, I guess he said you and not your. Um, and it doesn't matter your looks, skills, uh, your I, age. I think you said. I think you said you're lovable. But you're lovable. Okay, you're lovable. May, maybe they just yeah. yeah. And it doesn't matter your looks, skills, your age, your size, or anything. You're worthwhile. 
No one could ever take that away from you. By the way, this is something that he said multiple times. So this must be his little like mantra thing. Mantra, yeah. Uh, the interview continued with Kaya saying that while he was riding with McBride, McBride claimed that while on a business trip to the Virgin Islands, he had raped the 14-year-old girl, and then he started crying after the confession and hugged Kai. You know what? Kai said McBride told him, I've come to realize I'm Jesus Christ, and I can do anything I fucking want to. And watch this, he said as he slammed in the Neely. Perhaps the most famous part of the interview now is Kai's recollection of his role in the events. Fucking I hop on out, and so I grab the bag, I throw it over by that pole right there, and then fucking Buddy gets out, and there's these two women trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man, like a guy that big can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. Now you can tell he's Canadian because he said fucking Buddy. Yeah, fucking, hey, buddy. So what? I fucking run up with a hatchet guy. <laughs> smash, smash, smash. And his head was flopping around. Now you, like the way he he talks, he kind of talks like he's a surfer, yeah. but he's Canadian. Yeah, Canadian surfer, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I fucking run up behind him with a hatchet, and then the iconic smash, smash, smash part. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing a sense of loyalty to Cam PH and Risebeck, Kai turned down interview requests from other news outlets at the scene. And the interview gained immediate attention. Like, it's one of those ones, like, that. what was the one guy, hide your kids, hide your wife, like that yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, Antoine Dotson. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Reisbeck uploaded the full version to his personal YouTube channel, uh, where it currently has 8 million views at this point. And a musical remix by the Gregory Brothers is currently at 11 million views. Uh, so with viral sensations being highly sought after, you okay? No. No, uh, you, you, you could have just kept going. By uh, by news outlets, uh, late night talk shows, and reality TV producers, everyone wanted a piece of Kai. Uh, but he was homeless, or as he said, he was home free. Uh, he wasn't homeless, he was home free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was hard to communicate with. He didn't have like a cell phone, it was very hard to reach. Uh, interesting parties turned the Risebeck to be the go-between. Risebeck actually had an email for Kai. And uh, Risebeck was happy to reciprocate, but he and KMPH were going to get their interview first. The second meeting with Kai was notable for his erratic behavior once again. His charisma was undeniable, but he felt unpredictable to the crew. In the hit Netflix documentary, The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker, he was described by one of the producers as a loose cannon. Uh, They described how he would steal a cart full of groceries from a nearby supermarket and then just give all the groceries away to people he thought needed it more than him. Uh, And he also showed off his gifts as a musician in the, uh, the news piece. Post-interview, Kai was linked up with some reality TV producers and the crew from Jimmy Kimmel Live. He was brought to Los Angeles, where he was described as being obviously drunk. Uh, the documentary revealed he was kicked out of his hotel for erratic behavior. He was It's a fancy hotel, and he's like skateboarding in the lobby and shit. And he publicly urinated on Julio Iglesias' Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Which, if there of is... Of all the people. Yeah, yeah. Like, why Julio Iglesias? Yeah. Like, can't you find somebody that's just like a Vince piece of McMahon. shit? Vince McMahon. But to, yeah, find somebody that's a piece of shit besides yeah. Vince McMahon. All right, yeah, there's there's plenty. There's plenty of pieces of shit out there. Um, so it was during Kai's trip to the Jimmy Kimmel Live set that he was picked up by police who were trying to track him down as a witness in the Jet McBride case. He would go on to testify against McBride, as, as he would say, because he's Canadian. And at least it wasn't Enrique, right? Yeah. Does Enrique have a star, do you think? Probably not. Um... McBride does he have the ten thousand dollars to fucking pay for his star? I'm sure he does. Whatever it is, his dad is Julio Iglesias. Probably money before he was even a singer. True that. Uh, True McBride that. was found guilty of assault with a deadly weapon, but he was also found mentally incompetent and sentenced to nine years in a mental health facility. It's believed, but unconfirmed, 
uh, that Jet McBride is still a patient at California's Atascadero State Hospital. Uh, Kai enjoyed a level of celebrity, picked up some musical gigs, but his erratic and unpredictable nature made him difficult for some to work with. The Kimmel Show wanted to use him more, and they tried doing movie reviews with him, but they found Kai lacked the attention span to even watch the trailers in some cases. Uh, that level of notoriety made it easy for New Jersey police to realize that Kai was the man at the train station with Joseph Galfi when he bought a train ticket shortly before his death. Further investigation would reveal that Kai's name wasn't Kai at all. Uh, though Kai often claimed to be from West Virginia, Caleb Lawrence McGilvery was born on September 3rd, 1998 in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. His parents divorced when he was four. Actually, I think it was 1988. That sounds more correct than 98. Because if it was 98 when this stuff was happening, it would be like 15. Yeah, 1988, I believe. Uh, his parents divorced when he was four, and he showed a rebellious streak in him from an early age. Uh, he said like the, his family said he had a demon in him, uh, which led to extensive treatment for behavioral issues. When asked about his family by Risebeck in that initial interview, or maybe in the second one, Kai said the quote, As far as anyone I grew up with is concerned, I'm already dead. Uh, Gil McGilvery. <laughs> what a name. Gil McGilvery. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> real name. Uh, Kai's father, who... There is a, the only fake name here is Kai Lawrence, actually. Uh, Kai's father, who worked for a time as a probation officer, said that Kai was in treatment homes until they, in Gil's words, washed their hands of him after he turned 18. The system let my son down, Gil surmised. Kai accused his mother, Shirley of locking him in a room for extensive periods of time, upwards of 20 hours a day, though she claims she only did it sporadically, not for that long, and only to prevent him from waking up early and causing mischief when right, hurt him. Right, like she, so, so check this out. When my young, or my oldest son, rather, we actually had a, a, a lock on his door that... I remember your back door locked from the back room, too. Yeah, but no, but we had to have one for his bedroom door because... When he was little, like he would, he would get up. Like if you're still sleeping, he would get up and, and try to escape. Yeah. So you had to lock the door. Yeah. And look, somebody had a be, demon in him. Somebody could be like, be a better parent. Like the, you know, it, it, it's, it's just, it's always easy to say that. It's always easy to say that. Like, like uh, we had one of those backpacks for him. Mm -hmm. One of those like monkey backpacks. Yeah. And the reason why we had it is because when you held my son's hand, uh, like when he was little, like two, three years old, when you held his hand, he would drop. Like yeah. he would drop right down to the ground and he wouldn't walk unless you let him go. Well, obviously, like, hello, you know, you, you want to walk. You don't want to. So then now you got to pick him up. Yep. Right. Or put them in a stroller. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, it's and it's like, you know, carrying around a kid all the time when you have other things, if you're carrying other bags or yeah. whatever, like, you know, at some point you want to be able to put the kid down and be like, okay, you got to walk. Well, he didn't want to walk. He wanted because he wanted his freedom. So we looked into it and I at the time was just kind of like, eh, with these backpacks, but I was like, whatever. So we got him one and dude, it was a fucking life changer. Like, this kid was so much better once he, he had it because he felt like he's he has freedom. Right. You know, he only went so far because it has the leash, you know, like on the on the backpack part. But then you get looks. You get looks and you read in comments like, oh, you're a bad parent. You just can't. It's like, what am I going to do? Drag my kid? Yeah. 
and he would pull like he would pull away mm-hmm. and at the time i was a lot heavier than i am now i mean i was uh i was uh, what, 80 pounds heavier yeah that, that you know at that point than i am now so like if he got loose which he did one time we were at a mall he got I loose remember that yeah and he fucking ran and I had a panic attack and it was like all of a sudden some fucking ladies walking down with my kid. And at that point, I was like, I got to lose weight. I got to lose weight because it, like I was ashamed of myself. I was like, I'm a, I'm a bad parent, but I wasn't a bad parent for ensuring that I'm going to do what I can to make sure my kid's safe. Right. After yeah. that mm-hmm. and getting the backpack was part of it. Uh, so so also to have the lock on his door. You know, was that was my that was, by the way, if you hear any fucking weird noise, sound like a, a, a fart. It was a dog's nail. Blame like, it on the dog. Yep. Well, it was over on your microphone. It, no, it wasn't. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I'm going to take a picture right now just to show. No, you know what? You I'm take not a picture of the sound wave sitting my microphone. Well, no, but you can see where the position is, where the dog is. Uh, but. And somebody could be like, well, yeah, but that doesn't prove. Yeah, okay. But it's funny because somebody said one day, they're like, oh, I need to see the, this picture of, uh, I guess, because I, I, I said she looks like a fat baked potato. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, do you know how many pictures we've promised over the years? Yeah. Like, there's a whole fake page set up for, you know, all these pictures. Yeah. The murder might do pictures that don't exist. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the stories exist, but we just never put the pictures up. Anyway, so yeah. So I had to have. Uh, on his door, I had to put the, the fucking knob on backwards. Yes, yeah, so I could lock it from the outside. So I could lock it from the outside so he didn't get it. It's not like I was locking my kid in his fucking room all day. You know, it was just so he didn't get out of the fucking room. Right. You know, if I'm like sleeping at six or seven o'clock in the morning and he, you know, got up before me, I, I didn't want him escaping from the house because he did that before. Right. Do you remember the one time I, I fell asleep on the couch and he was napping and I fell asleep on the couch? And uh, I woke up and it, I, I fucking girls were knocking at my door. He went down to the neighbor's house. Yeah. He escaped the house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's a- I, as did the dog, as did Bishop, actually. It was Bishop. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway. So this lady, Shirley, locks him in his room because of the same thing. She, you know, this kid is mischievous. And she wanted to make sure he's not escaping. Not that she's trying to imprison her kid. Right. You know, but he's going to exaggerate and make her out to be some. Oh, oh, and oh, this is why he is the way he is, because his mother would lock her in her room. No, or he was already crazy. He was already a shitty kid. And she locked him in so he didn't fucking escape the house. That's that's the answer. That's the everybody else around is like, no, that's the answer, too. Yeah. You know, his. What was his brother cousin, cousin. cousin. yeah so kai also claimed to have been beaten sometimes with brooms as early as age two oh, uh forced to take cold showers i believe he said he was raped when he was like 17 uh shirley denied this and said the claims were related to kai's mood disorders mm-hmm. uh shortly after galfie's killing police publicly named caleb mcgilvery aka kai lawrence as a wanted suspect this all happened very quickly like the from from them finding galfie dead to the arrest is like a few days um, a manhunt ensued, but as those who wanted to cash in on his viral fame learned, Kai was very elusive. Uh, Kai seemed to post an explanation of sorts on so- social media at the time. Uh, he said, what would you do if you woke up with a groggy head, metallic taste in your mouth in a stranger's house, walked to the mirror and seen cum dripping from the side of your face from your mouth, 
and started retching, realizing that someone had drugged, raped, and blown their fucking load in you. What would you do? Uh, so that's basically him saying, yeah, I killed him because he date raped me, basically. Uh, well, not date raped, he drugged and raped me. Um, it just seems like you are already devising, like, you're, you're, you're trying to come up with this thing of, all right, how can I seem angry enough about something yeah. to, to, to excuse my murder? I just think he just had murder, you know, murdery tendencies. Possibly. You know? uh, the manhunt didn't last long. Police learned from a girl Kai had met uh, online and briefly stayed with that he had cut his hair and gotten a neck face tattoo. It was mainly on his neck, but it came up to his face, uh, which helped with identification. On May 16th, 2013, so three days after uh, they found Galfi's body, Kai was found and arrested at the Greyhound bus station in Philadelphia. That's where I used to live. Uh, I, yeah, I was at that bus station last year. It's at uh, 10th and Filbert. Okay. Uh, it emerged that Kai and Galfi met in Times Square, and the Kai, who routinely crashed with others, uh, went back to Galfi's home. Kai uh, claimed to have been drugged and orally raped at that point. Uh, the attack didn't happen then, though. Uh, Kai got on that train where you see the ticket being purchased uh, to Asbury Park, uh, and he was uh, Galfi bought on the ticket. When his friends didn't, he, uh, didn't meet up with him in Asbury Park, Kai went back to Galfi's home after he was supposedly raped uh, and asked to stay there again. Uh, Kai claimed that Galfi made burgers and the two drank a few beers. He then claims to have passed out, only to wake up to find Galfi dressed in his underwear only, trying to pull down his pants. Uh, from there, Kai says he snapped and doesn't remember what happened. So at the, at the trial, Kai claimed self-defense as he was trying to prevent a sexual assault. Uh, the argument of the prosecution was that Galfi was older and sickly, and the damage done exceeded what was necessary to defend oneself from a 70, uh, 73-year-old man with a stent in his chest due to a heart condition. Now, when you were at the Greyhound thing, did you go to the uh, Reading Terminal Market? Not that night, because I was trying to get to the hotel, but I went when I was down there, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I went to the Knicks. Did you? Yeah. Did you tell me that? I'm pretty sure I did. How yeah. was it? It's excellent. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, Dude, I haven't had the Knicks probably since the 80s. Yeah. That's how long it's been. After years of delay... Caleb Kai McGilvery went to trial in 2019. On April 24th, he was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to 57 years in prison. So sad. So sad because, like, obviously the people had to die or whatever. But this kid, like, he, he gets his fame and everybody adores him. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, like, we love Kai. Kai oh, shit. And then 57 years. Yeah. It'll probably be reduced at some point if he's well, good. Let's let's uh, talk about that oh, in a minute. Oh, okay. uh, the appeal, an appeal of the ruling was shot down in 2021. Uh, in their ruling, the appellate judge determined, quote, Galfi was a 74 year old man, smaller in stature, and the severity and number of his injuries supported the jury's conclusions that McGilvery knew his actions created substantial risk of death or that he was aware that death was practically certain to result. Kai, whose legal defense was largely crowdfunded, has alleged corruption by law enforcement in the courts, saying, obviously they didn't want to admit their buddy assaulted vagrants. They lied to the media and said I, he was found in his bed. They lied to the media and said it was a romp. Uh, Kai will be eligible in uh, for parole in 2067. Um, but the, the judge is like, yeah, he'll be younger than than uh, than than the victim was, than Galfi was when he gets if he gets paroled. He'll be in his 70s. Um, you mean he'll be older? Yeah, or you know, I think he'll still be younger. Well, the you yeah, maybe not. No, you figure it would it would be it would 
because you said he would be younger than what the guy was. Yeah. Well, he is younger than what the guy was. Right. So it would make sense to say he would be older than what the guy was because the guy was 73 when he died. Yeah. So it might be 2057. So he'd be like 70 or 69 or something. When but but still, it, that still doesn't yeah. make sense why you would even say he would be younger. You you would It makes sense. You would say he would be older when he's eligible for parole. It would make sense for you to even say that line if he was older than what the guy was when he died. So it's like Kai will be older. No, I think the way it works out, he won't be, he'll be eligible no, no, for not, before not, he's no, 73. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're not getting it. It's why would you say he'll be younger than what the guy was when he died? Because he's younger than what the guy, like, uh, it's it just, it's weird. I, I don't know. I don't know why you would even say that. Anyway, uh, 67. 20, I, I think it's 57. I think that's a typo. Oh, well, if it was 2057, then I'll be uh, 77 when... He's, I'll be dead, but right. if I'm alive, uh, I'll be 77 years old. Yeah. I'll be dead, but I would be but, 70. Why? 74. Why will you be dead? I don't know. You're you're thinner than I am. I have way more health issues than you, and I'm not even that sold that I'll be dead at 77. So why are you sold? Because you don't go to a doctor and get on medication. That's why. Uh, also, if you want to chip in for uh, computer fraud, chip in to fucking make this asshole go to a goddamn doctor, too pay for his uh what's it called when you have to go to the doctor you pay the copay copay yeah pay well, for my deductible no, no yeah the deductible, deductible that's that's yeah. that's what i was looking for deductible. uh recently kai has said the hit netflix documentary on his life quote ruthlessly exploited him oh, okay uh in a statement given the media outlet the tab kai said so netflix is making a movie about my life story before i was arrested but they refused to pay me anything for it if someone made a movie about oj simpson's football career you better believe he'd be making bank off it i mean i don't disagree with him yeah, guys who kill and rape women get money from their pre-arrest fame, but I saved women from being killed and allegedly killed a rapist, so Netflix is ruthlessly exploiting me. What the fuck? I, I agree with him. I can't disagree with what he's saying. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not he wrong. he did save people. Yeah. He 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 Okay, so he went and he kills a guy. Awful. But he did save people from a fucking rapist. Like why shouldn't he make my what this this is my argument about um, with, with like the cancel stuff, like people, w w what are we going to do? Like try stopping these people from making money in any way. Like these people should suffer. I think, you know, who, what, when, when, when you have the, that group of people that are like, we want to take, uh, 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 you know, food off of their plate and money out of their pockets. I think that these people are more vicious than the people that they're trying to stop. If you're going to band together, you're the, there's something wrong with you. You're not really worried about justice because the justice is he went to jail, right? Yep. That's the justice. He's not good. Go, you know, there won't be parole until 2057, 2067, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. And he's probably not even going to get it then. Yeah, probably not. Maybe he will. Maybe they'll be like, ah, he's, you know, it depends on, you know, how, you know, it, it goes for old ass uh, Caleb, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll be good until then, you know? Maybe he'll snap and kill some more people. Who the hell knows? But the thing is, is that that's the justice. You are not the justice, but you're trying to be. And I think that you're just a vicious piece of shit person. If you're like, uh, I, I want to make sure that you're never. Why? Why do you care that much? Because you're just a vicious person. that just wants to see fucking shit happen because you're miserable with your life. That's all it is. That's all. That's what it comes down to with these fucking people. Um, I, I think that this kid 
uh, does deserve. I think he's right about with the OJ shit, you know? Also, um, you know, we, 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 we never, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get further into it about uh, the difference between Kai and, and, and OJ and why people would, uh, you know, why they would give OJ more of a pass than Kai. Yeah, there's obvious reasons. But anyway, all right, that's uh, that's our story. So it's time to go. Leave, it's right? time to do this. Oh, shit. It's time for another game of Who Died the Worst. That's right, everybody. It's time for your favorite game and mine. Who died the worst? It's not who died the funniest. It's not who died the first. Mm -hmm. Well, it can be, but not always. It's not necessarily who died the funniest. It's not necessarily who died the first. The name of the game, Who Died the Worst, where and I give... And it's not even necessarily who died the worst. What's in your opinion, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to give Jackson Wells over here three that's, deaths. That's me. He is going to tell me which of these three people died the worst. I am. Uh, death number one um, was uh, Charmaine Maxwell, who was part of a R&B group called Brownstone. And she was enjoying some wine. Okay. And she fell. Mm -hmm. And as she was falling, the glass fell behind her, oh. shattered on the ground behind her head. Uh, the shards of glass pierced her neck and mm. she bled to death. Oh, shit, man. Um, this so is why I don't drink. So one day you're sipping on some, uh, or one moment you're sipping on some Pinot Noir out of a nice wine glass. Uh, this is why I drink out of plastic cups. Um, and then the next moment you're falling. This is what happens when you have to be so fucking pretentious and douchey with your glass. fucking wine. Mm, I swear, oh, it's got full body. Nobody, mm. nobody ever died uh, slipping and falling on a red solo Hold on. Shh, shh. I'll make it, I'll make it my... Isn't that what they do? They swirl, they swirl it around, and yeah. And then well, I think the noises you're making are when you eat somebody's liver with fava beans and a nice kiani. Uh, so that's death number one. Death number two is nearby. It's in uh, Troop, Pennsylvania. Oh, Troop, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is spelled T H R O O P. Right. If you're not local, uh, so Stephen Wojtak, a 74 year old man, um, was decorating his family grave at St. Joseph's Cemetery in Troop. Uh, for Easter. I don't like the way you just said troop. 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 Uh, so he's doing this decoration. And then his mother-in-law had a large tombstone that uh, I guess the ground under it was frozen. It was beginning to thaw. It was around springtime. Uh, the tombstone toppled over, pinned him underneath it, and crushed him to death. When you just said the tombstone top, it sounds like like the tombstone toppled. Like yeah. that would be like a dance. Do the tombstone? It's like the monster mash. It's it's the B side of the monster mash. The tombstone. Or like the, uh, the 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 what's the NFL one? The the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, it sounds like it would have been a rejected uh, WWF pay per view theme for Halloween. The tombstone topple. Nah, just because WrestleMania apparently like the original name they planned for it was the Colossal Tussle. Okay. WrestleMania is much better. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the Tombstone Topple would be their Halloween pay-per-view. So, and, and now, uh, Stephen Wojtek didn't have to take him very far. He is buried directly in front of the Tombstone that killed him. Because that's the family plot. Oh, okay. So uh, death number two is your uh, 
tidying up your family's uh, grave plot, and your mother-in-law's tombstone crushes you to death. Fucking mother-in-laws, right? Right? <laughs> right? Uh, so then our final uh, death here it was Monica Myers. Not No Mike, relation. Yeah. Uh, she was the mayor of Betterton, Maryland. And she was doing some uh, work. She was a very hands-on mayor. She was um, doing some maintenance work for um, some sewage tanks at the big municipal plant there. And she's on a catwalk. Fucking cats. I know. If it was a dog walk, she would have lived. Yeah, it would have been wonderful. But it's a catwalk, so it's bad. Uh, Because she fell off this catwalk into a... uh, It was a, a small fall, four feet. Did she say on the catwalk? On the catwalk, yeah. She's doing her little fall from the catwalk? Yes, she's doing her little fall from the catwalk into a 15-foot-high aeration tank. What was she? A fucking... Did she turn into the Joker? No. Oh, okay. Maybe Clayface. Because it was a 15-foot-high aeration tank filled with human waste. Uh, which was described as having the consistency of putty. So she was basically... What was her name? Uh, Monica Myers. Love that, Monica. So basically, she fell into a uh, a giant vat of shit mm-hmm. and died in it. And they found her the next morning floating in this big vat of what shit. A fucking way to go. All right. Well, got my so, answer. So I asked you, Jackson Wells, who died the worst? <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard it. <laughs> you heard it. That was probably the only so time the, I've the, ever done The wine it. glass girl, right? No, oh. it's actually really tough. It's really, uh, it's well, I, I think back to the first episode of Who Died the Worst, where the person who ha- uh, went into the public toilet to get her wife's, uh, his wife's phone and collapsed from the smell and basically suffocated didn't win because the one guy got his head pinned under a movie theater chair because that is had a heart attack. way more of a panic. Um, who who this is tough it's really tough so so the the, the per, they're drinking right yeah and they slip they fall they they can't get up yeah so we don't know how drunk they are it might have been their first glass of wine they're not necessarily like you're, smashed you're, you're talking over DMX. Oh, oh sorry um i don't know that's that's tough and then the second one you're crushed by a you're crushed a by a tombstone yeah uh, tombstone yeah um you get the tombstone pile driver Yep. Or you fall in a giant pool of shit. Fuck. You literally drown in shit. I'm going to say that while they're all bad, the second one is probably like you, you get whacked. You're probably knocked out. So you're probably whatever. It's it's like you don't even know, right? Yeah. If you get crushed, unless it didn't knock you out. Yeah, unless you were just like, yeah, like broke your... In your lungs, like, and you're just kind of choking on the. I don't know blood. the exact manner of death. Like, yeah. I mean, I know how he died, but I don't know if he was knocked out. If he's yeah. knocked out, that's that's whatever. But I, I assume that the one where you get stabbed in the neck, you're just like you're still awake for for yeah. a bit. Uh, and then the dying of shit, you're probably you're drowning in shit. Yeah, yeah my, 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 I got my answer. My answer is obviously three. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like pretty bad. One, there's the fall. You didn't get to do the rowboat. Yeah, it's only four feet. Um, and then you fell into shit yeah. and you drown. And, and it says like the consistency of putty. So I'm guessing it's like quicksand. It's like shit sand. 
So you you can't really swim in it. You're, you're oh my god! It's yeah. like it's like it's like a cat litter box. Yeah. It's probably like falling into a litter from a catwalk. Oh oh, everything about this is bad. Yeah, it's all about cats. Oh, the worst part about it is the word cat. The, the word cat yeah. is involved. Yeah. So that's 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 the that's it. That's the answer. There you go. I I agree. I think that's a bad one. Um, and that's the end of season six. Yeah. So 150 episodes down, and um, I guess. That's that's it for this one. We, we're in a hurry to watch this wrestling. Uh, do you have anything else before we depart? No, that is it. Uh, I hope you don't have to bury a dog or have a cremated or yeah. bury, bury a wrestler or have a cremated. Well, okay. um, I hope you don't have a cat either. Yeah, yeah, it's probably worse than any. Don't have things. a cat, man. Please don't. We're going to have like Bart Simpson type shirts yeah. up. Uh, it's it's BP Burke. Don't have a cat. It's going to be BP Burke. Yeah. It's, but you're going to have like the Bart hair. Yeah. And it's going to say, don't have a cat, man. Yes. So. But while we're getting those made, I have to say, we will see you next time with more murder. Fuck cats. I mean, my dude. So your your son, your oldest son is going to be 16 this year. Yeah. I think I know what I'm going to get him for his birthday. Uh-oh. A hatchet. Oh, boy. Smash. What about axe? Or crush. That was that tombstone guy. I'm surprised you didn't say I was going to get him an axe.